0: If you have fallen asleep at 7.30 on a Friday night, you might be a teacher. Teaching is crazy, fun, exhausting, challenging, rewarding, and did I mention crazy? And as Catholic school teachers, we are also entrusted with imbuing Catholic identity. It's a huge responsibility, but fortunately for us, there is Finding God. The amazing K-8 through faith formation program from Loyola Press. It's innovative, engaging, and the most inclusive and complete program we've ever used. Multimedia? Check. Scripture? Check. Family resources? Check. Bilingual? Check. And don't forget, posters, worksheets, quick start guides, apps, magazines, lesson plans. Seriously, Finding God has all you need and more. Pray about it. Visit FindingGod.com and order a sample. Finding God might not help you stay awake later on a Friday night but it will help you sleep better, knowing you're helping guide kids toward a faith-filled life.
1: Catholic Teacher's Lounge with Jill and Kyle.
0: Welcome to the Catholic Teachers Lounge, the only podcast by Catholic school teachers for Catholic school teachers. I'm Jill. I'm here with Colleen and we are grateful to be together again to laugh, explore and connect. Thank you to Loyola Press for sponsoring us and for you the teachers for doing what you do every day. Hi Colleen, how are you today? I'm doing well, Jill. How are you? I'm doing well because I'm thinking about, uh, my favorite Sunday of the liturgical year. And I'm wondering if you have a favorite Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) Like, do you have
1: favorite, do you rank them by favorite? Um, I, I, I. Don't, there are certain things i look forward to sometimes it's because of the music that accompanies Well, sure um, yeah. that, you know different different days like you cuz you, you know that that's my jam but i also um i do like i have a favorite gospel and it's the you know when when the tongues of fire come and oh. it, that's always yes and that's always um usually during the month of may that we hear about the Holy spirit coming. And, um, I always look forward to that because it's always very motivational and, um, yeah, it's, it's inspiring. So that, that's actually one of my favorites. Why, what, what are you thinking of? (laughs)
0: I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of Palm Sunday and it's a strange one to be Uh a favorite, but I, I have such great vivid memories as a child of celebrating, uh, Palm Sunday, Sunday mass, um, yeah. During spring break, I grew up in a family where we would always find the church when we were off on spring break. Sometimes it was Florida, sometimes it was elsewhere, but um so I have memories of being at Palm Sunday mass in different parts of the country and mm. I was once I was young, I was probably 7 or 8 and um these families nearby me were all, you know, you kind of fiddle with your palm, right? You get your palm at the beginning when you're really little, you're trying yeah. not to like hit people in the head with a palm or like you see kids getting in trouble for messing around a little bit. Or you do but you hit was your watching. brother or sister with the palm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So um but these families nearby me were starting to weave them together into different shapes and to do things during the homily. Now, remember, this is a long mass because the gospel is the the long, the passion long. a long mass. Yeah. So some people, yep. some adults you're nearby might be grumbling about the long mass, especially if you're on spring break. But I remember having these joyful moments of watching other parishes celebrate, um, you know their typical Sunday liturgy, but on Palm Sunday to um to watch these families start to weave the palms together, I was really inspired because I'm pretty creative. I'm I wouldn't say I'm artistic, but as a kid, I loved I loved doing things with my hands and creating things, and so I found that that was really. Interesting to me, and I think it was one of the first examples I had of how different churches, different parishes, have different personalities. You know, you could say they're different charisms, or I don't, I don't know, diocese to diocese, and order to order, and parish to parish. You see it, but mm-hmm. as a kid, I didn't really know yep. that until I was on vacation, and it was a few Palm Sundays in a row. I was starting to see
1: um, other people start to make things out of their palms, which I thought was really cool. Okay. And I don't remember doing that as a kid. Like I remember Palm Sunday mass. I remember the passion because when I was a kid, I don't know if you had to do this or if you remember this, but we, we stood through the entire Passion oh, when yeah. I was a kid, oh, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Oh, yeah, now too. Okay, yeah, always because we we don't now in my church now oh. they have us sit for the Passion, yes, but when <laughs> I was a kid in the Archdiocese of Chicago, we stood through through the whole thing, well, yeah. and um and it was a very exuberant participatory experience, you know. So I do remember that. I don't remember, but I wasn't a person that made things with my hands, so I mm. never I never made anything out of the um like I'm thinking and what you're describing, like are you ta- you're describing like origami with palms. Sort of. What yes. You- <laughs> okay.
0: So I was watching them fascinated. Actually, as we're talking, I'm okay. know, we've already had our fidget episode, but I'm I'm like looping the cord right. to my headphones yes. together. Anyway, you need but, a fidget. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm t- constantly fidgeting, but I was watching them uh, make a cross, so folding it like origami style, you're right, into a cross. I was watching them make flowers, and you I learned over time then, you can only do it day of. Like if you try to do this the next day, it's already starting to get crispy. So you have to really honestly Mm -hmm. reverently sit during the homily and do this if you're going to do this. Um... But here's the funny, the funny part. So the next year, or I guess, you know, some other childhood year after I knew what I was doing, I was back in my home parish. I think it was just my mom and I at Mass together for Palm Sunday. And I made mine into a cross and we stood for the creed um, after the homily. And this woman behind me tapped me on the shoulder and said, <gasps> that's beautiful. Can you make me one? And handed me a $5 bill. (laughs) And I was like, no, what? My mom was mortified, mortified. (laughs) So then when we sat back down for the offertory song, I was like working super fast trying to get hers done. And then my mom whispered to me, you better put that $5 in the offertory. (laughs) You and better so put out the basket. So I did, because I felt <laughs> terrible. But I had I had for about, I don't know, three or four minutes, I had a money-making scheme in my head of what I was gonna do until the basket came by me. But it was um I don't know, it's just such an unusual mass because because of the passion, but then obviously because of this distraction I've always had in front of me now with the palms in my hands. And, um, you know, I don't know what you do with your palms. So when you bring them home, uh, we, we put them in our bedrooms <sighs> and then we, and we talked about this at the beginning of Lent. We then bring them to church for the beginning of Lent and they burn them
1: into the ashes for Ash Wednesday. But what is your tradition right. with the palms then Colleen? Yeah. So, and I have crosses all over my house. Like every, Mm -hmm. every room has a cross in it and behind, I'm looking at the one, you know, in front of me right now and it has, um, you know, it's it is a cross. It's like the, the shape of a St. Bridget cross though. It's like a square cross. So Mm -hmm. my, my son who, um, you know, he's my little rocket scientist, that one, he, um, always made stuff out of palms too. And I think all the palms in my house, are, yeah, they are created into something and then they are stuck behind a cross in my house or behind a picture in my house. And um and he's the one that did that. He would sit during during mass and he would take everybody's and make a cross out of them. And then again, sometimes for the people around us, he would take their palms and mm-hmm. make them into a cross as well. So uh, do you yeah, keep I, them I until them all the all end of the time then?
0: You know, so right now it's Lent and I don't have them in my house right now. So do you have palms from last year? Like do you just collect them? I do until forever because they're blessed. Um, yeah, well- At one, yep, okay. So, we give them back. So, during (laughs) Lent, it feels strange because we don't have them tucked behind the crosses or the picture frames, you know, in different rooms. So,
1: it's yeah, it's
0: fun. So, we're happy to hear everyone else's traditions on this. And if you think of Palm Sunday differently than we do, uh, we clearly could have done a whole episode on the passion, or a whole you could do a whole podcast series on the passion, or live your entire life trying to understand the passion. Uh, but. You know, we're Catholic school teachers, so we have other things on our minds, such as fidgeting with our fingers during Mass and um, and really enjoying enjoying Sundays with our families. So we are so grateful that you joined us today. Um, we're at the end of our time here in the Teacher's Lounge. And thanks for the energy boost, as we love exploring your ideas and affirming your efforts. Keep the suggestions and the topics coming in and tune into our next episode as we talk about more great ideas from fellow teachers. We'll see you next time.